Hello, everyone. This is Nishchil Dua, and welcome to the Remote Work Summit. On the panel now, we have Eju Bernard from the Card Solutions team at Embers, which is a global leader in expense management solutions. Welcome to the summit, EJ. Thank you. Super excited to be here. Same here, EJ. I think uh, we, we have had a dearth of uh, speakers to tell us a bit more about how to manage our finances and you know uh, all the entire uh, array of expense management problems that companies usually face. And I feel you could really add a lot of value there. So just tell us a bit about the company, Embers, and what is it that you guys do over there? Sure. So Embers is a, car, a company that offers corporate cards, both physical and virtual, uh, with built-in expense rules and built-in reconciliation tools. So the idea here is that we've centralized the expense process. Instead of having a separate provider for a corporate card and then reconciling those cards through a separate platform, we make it really easy for finance teams to manage cards with spending rules, give them out to their employees, and put everything in one central location for easy reconciliation. Interesting. And what kind of companies is this most relevant for? Like, What are the ideal organizations that would probably look for an expense management solution like yours? You know, I think the really exciting thing about Embers is that it can be used by companies of any size and of any industry. So, you know, with us, because of the nature of the centralization and the amount of accountability it gives companies, we have found that a lot of remote teams really like these cards. But we also have a lot of clients in Silicon Valley who aren't remote, who just have one central office, who want to give cards to their employees to make spending easier. In terms of the subsets of people within a company who might use Embers, we found that sales teams love it, uh, finance teams love it. Even HR teams love it to do things like offer employee perks, put on events. And so because of the nature of the customization of the platform, there's really no limit to who could be a client of Inverse and who would benefit from our expense management solutions. All right. So what are the different challenges? What are the most common problems that these companies usually face? And this could be uh, relevant to a remote organization or not, but what are the different challenges that these companies face that they need a solution like this one? So I think what we found, um, especially working with remote teams over the past couple months or so, um, has been a big desire for accountability. So if you think about it, if you are a non-remote team, um, if everyone is all working in the same building in the same location, you're probably going to have a lot of disparate systems, right? So you're going to have a certain subset of employees who make purchases really infrequently, and those people might be using a shared departmental card. And for that shared departmental card, there's probably going to be one separate system to do all the reconciliation, all the requesting of funds, things like that. Uh, there's going to be another subset of employees who maybe are more senior level employees who are going to be using a full-time corporate card. That's going to be a card with a really big budget, and they're going to have a system to reconcile that. And then in the middle, you're probably going to have a subset of employees who are making purchases somewhat frequently, maybe sort of mid-level salespeople, and those people are going to use a separate system to reconcile those cards. And even though there's no synergies that exist between these systems, and because there's no central ledger, the fact that everyone is located in the same location kind of makes it okay. People can kind of work around it. You know, you can ask the person next to you to borrow the card. You can walk down the hall to the finance office if you have any questions. But when you're looking at remote teams, you don't have that. When everyone is separated geographically, uh, when people are across time zones, across the country, even across the world, people really need a central ledger and a central method of having accountability and control over their finances because quite honestly, having that much disparate data is just very confusing and creates a lot of operational inefficiencies. And that's where we find a system like ours can be really helpful in streamlining that process, making it really easy for everyone and making it much more clean and simple. 
So, so if I got this correct, uh, remote teams have the certain disadvantage of not being in the same place. That's you know they're not co-located because of which it's slightly more difficult for them to manage something like this, wherein you've got different layers and different structures and different systems to manage your expenses. Certain teams have a departmental level uh, card. Certain individuals have their own personal corporate credit cards. So all of that management and accountability becomes a lot difficult in a remote environment. And what you essentially offer is a central ledger if I got that correctly. Right, so uh, are you saying that this is done using some sort of a virtual credit card system? What are the solutions around that? And uh, what are the different ways that a remote team can actually uh, manage their expenses in a, in a, uh, in a completely virtual uh, environment? So is this done using uh, a virtual credit card or something that you were mentioning earlier? Yeah, exactly. So the beauty of Inverse is that we do two types of credit cards. So one is gonna be what's called a virtual credit card. Um, you can think of it like any other American Express Chase card. The only difference is instead of having a physical card that you actually hold in your hand, it's going to be a card that is created, managed, and viewed entirely online. So you create the card, and the minute you hit create on that, it's going to pop up. You're going to see the card. You're going to have the full card number. It can then be copied and pasted, put into Amazon, Google, Facebook ads, or put into your mobile phone via Apple Pay and Android Pay. So basically, it makes it really easy for teams to instantly create cards and get funds to employees whereas that might have been difficult in the past. So when we're looking at these expense teams, you know, and this is something that's become really personal to us, we're located in the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, which obviously has been very affected by the COVID-19 situation. Um, we're all under a stay-at-home place order right now. And so for us, the transition from working in the office to working remotely was incredibly sudden, right? So we had gotten emails from HR, they had been very communicative, but over the span of a week, it went from, hey, this is a developing situation to, hey, you guys, the office is closed, and then having the, the government of California declare that we had to stay at home all day. And so at that point, you know, we had to really scramble to figure out how to stay productive. You know, in my case, I have two roommates, I have very thin walls, and so you can kind of hear people talking through the walls. So I needed to get a headset so I could be effective. Uh, I had coworkers of mine who were working uh, at their dining room tables, sharing one monitor, one state or workstation with their significant others. And so just to get to that base level of efficiency in the company, we needed a lot of things and to be able to easily get people funds. And so the first really key to remote work finance is accessibility uh, of these funds, right? If people don't have access to funds, if we're asking them to maybe use a personal card to buy office supplies and then wait weeks or even a month for reimbursement, that's putting an undue burden on employees and taking a lot from the efficiency of the company. So being able to have this accessibility, let me share my screen here, and being able to do something like send an employee one of these virtual cards, where it's for a defined purpose, it's for work from home supplies, where they're gonna have the full card number, full expiration date, instantly be able to use these corporate funds to buy what they need to buy without hassle is really important because that can cut down the amount of time that it takes to get back to 100% in half, if not by more. So the second thing when we look at remote teams where a platform like this with both virtual cards and control is really important is the control aspect, right? So it's one thing to give employees those funds and to have that accessibility, but it's another thing to make sure that the funds are being used in an appropriate manner, especially when we're working remote. Obviously, we wanna be able to empower employees and to give them um, that operational success but we also want to make sure that when we're giving them these funds, they're not going to use them in a manner that is maybe inappropriate, right? So 
with our company, um, we were really, really fortunate. Uh, our management team is fantastic, and they wanted to help out employees and help us as much as possible to be both effective and to kind of help us out in our personal lives. So they ended up sending us all one of these virtual cards uh, with funds that we could use on Amazon uh, to maybe buy a workstation, to buy a career development book, maybe even to buy groceries if people were struggling with bills a little bit. And so when you're doing this, you also want to make sure that you're putting some limitations on it. And so in that case, you know, we can come in here and we can do things like have employees request funds. So maybe we'll have employees come in. Maybe we'll say, hey, you know, what do you need funds for? We can either issue them these funds on a card that they already have, or we can put these on a temporary virtual card. We're going to ask them exactly what kind of things they're going to be purchasing. We're going to ask them how much it costs. So we have an exact dollar amount. We're not giving them more than they need. We're not giving them less than they need. And then we're going to ask for a lot of other additional supporting details. We're going to ask things like, why do you need this? You know, do you have an invoice? Do you have a purchase order? Uh, what kind of purchase is being made here? Can I restrict it to just one merchant? Just to make sure that although I'm giving you this money, you know, you're going to spend it in a way that's appropriate. Finally, when are you going to be using this by? You know, you say this is a critical software package. Well, if it's that critical, maybe you need to buy it by the beginning of next month. Because if you don't, the funds are going to automatically expire and you're not going to have access to that. So this especially comes in handy when you're looking at someone who is making very infrequent expenses, um, maybe someone in the IT department, someone who is you know, buying a $10,000, $20,000 software package. We're giving them this huge amount of money and we need to do that for the sake of the business. But at the same time, we need to make sure that we have control over where that money's going and that it's being used in a way that's, that's appropriate to the business. I mean, this is something we can trust. You know, if we look at it, you know, we've seen a lot of people sometimes get corporate cards. We've heard a ton of stories about misuse, you know, people uh, putting cards on cars on their corporate cards, uh, people buying like first class flights, vacation, champagne, things like that. Um, and that's not a situation that we, we want to be in personally and that we want to see our clients in. Um, and so as a result, we think it's really important to have this control. So the last thing that I, no, sorry, the last thing that I think is really important for a lot of these remote teams is to have a lot of control. Right, so we, or excuse me, to have a lot of reporting abilities. So we have accessibility, uh, we have the control over the card, so we know where the money is going. And the last thing we want to do is once that money actually is spent, as Reagan said, we want to trust the verify. So we want to operate from the baseline assumption that all of our employees are trustworthy people, um, that they're deserving of having this corporate card. But at the same time, we want to make sure that when they do make that purchase, it's something that we would typically approve of. So where we see this being done a lot is with companies who do things like um, perks for their employees. We see a lot of people coming to us to do uh, lunches, virtual happy hours, uh, maybe a remote work retreat, something like that. And that's all really cool stuff. And stuff that things that we really recommend to people, especially to kind of build that community in such a, a crazy, hectic time. But when we do that, we want to make sure that people are still adhering to our policies, even though they might be working remote, even though they might be working from home. So, for example, if we're giving an employee money for lunch, you know, we're giving them $20. Let's make sure that they're actually buying a lunch. Let's make sure they didn't go out and, you know, get a couple margaritas. Um, let's make sure that if they bought a team building activity, they're buying something that the entire team wanted, uh, something that was beneficial to everyone, something that was really inclusive. And so the way we do that, we have a couple different methods. You know, number one, the cards are issued through us, um, through our platform. And so we automatically have a lot of background detail. So we know exactly uh, where the money was being spent, so who the merchant was, what the merchant category was. We know the date, we know the time, things like that. 
But then we also see a lot of remote finance teams asking employees for some additional supplementary details. So maybe we're going to ask them to categorize it. Um, maybe we're going to ask them to upload a receipt, right? And so this can be done directly from your mobile phone. You would make the purchase. You would get a text on your phone with a dedicated link. Uh, you would click that link. That would take you to open your camera phone. You would just snap a photo of the receipt right at the point of sale or just take a screenshot off of your computer. Uh, maybe we're going to ask them for a note saying, hey, you did this remote happy hour. Uh, who attended? How did it go? Just give us some supporting detail so we can make sure that this was company approved, that it benefited all of us, um, and that everyone was operating in an appropriate manner. And once you have those three aspects, I think you know, that makes remote finance a lot more successful. Uh, it makes people a lot more trusting in the company, um, and it really helps people bond quite a bit. Right, right. So I, I definitely see a ton of value here, especially for finance teams and remote organizations that are, you know, mid to large size organizations who can obviously ensure that their people have the right accessibility to funds, but the finance team also has the right amount of control and management over where the funds get allocated. And because you have the motion details built into it, it also builds that kind of right amount of trust and policies come into play. So it all works out really neatly, right? Uh, have you got any sort of feedback on how does this impact uh, the people who are actually using this. So I'm not, I'm not talking about the employees, the, the big chunk of the organization that's actually uh, on the receiving end of uh, a card solution service like yours. So what, what is the feedback from their side? What are the different, uh, different responses that we get from them? Is there, is there a measurable response in terms of uh, they're feeling more empowered, they're feeling more motivated? Uh, what is the difference uh, in, in the overall employee morale, so to speak, if a company sets up a process or policy like this one? Absolutely. So I think, you know, when you look at employees and employees who are actually spending funds, it's very easy to categorize them all into one group, right? So in the traditional view of employee finance, you have the finance team and then you have employees who are spending. I think the way we look at it is as more of a spectrum, right? So within that group, you're going to have, as I mentioned before, someone in IT who's making maybe one or two purchases in a given month. But those are going to be really, really, really high dollar purchases, you know, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so that person is going to be very much so different than the C-level exec, the manager, uh, the, the director, someone who is making a ton of purchases every single month, who's got a lot of trust in the company, um, and who has a very high dollar amount card. Uh, you know, within that, you also have people in the middle, uh, again, more of those mid-level people who are making a good amount of purchases, but who we don't want to necessarily give too much power to, um, and who we want to have pretty granular control over. So with that, you know, I think the cool thing about a solution like this is that we have a way of making all those people pretty happy, of giving all those people autonomy and really empowering them to do their jobs without having to deal with a lot of minutia, um, and at the same time ensuring that the company is not going to be losing money or making Im improper financial decisions. So, you know, with us, if you look at our cart over reform here, obviously it's going to be pretty standard at the top. You know, we're going to be able to assign that card to someone. Um, we're going to be able to type in the card description. Um, again, we do both plastic and virtual cards. So some people might need one or the other, right? Someone in IT, probably not going to be making a lot of in-person purchases. That person we can issue a virtual card to and feel secure knowing that's all that they need. Someone at the top, CEO, probably going to need a plastic card. He's probably going to be in the airport quite a bit. He's going to be checking into hotels. So I need to make sure that I can tailor our solution to him to make him most effective. You know, we can order that card directly to his home. If he's working remotely, we can have it shipped to the office. It's really customizable. But then if we kind of dig a little bit further and look at their actual spending needs, 
you know, that's where a lot of the differentiation is coming in um, and where a solution like this can be really helpful. So if we think about the spending restrictions, you know, again, one person might have a budget that is an all-time budget. So they get that card, uh, they receive that money. Once that money is spent, it's sort of like having cash in hand. It's not going to automatically replenish. Whereas at the other end of the spectrum, that person might have a $10,000 a month budget and they might have zero spending restrictions on there. Um, the person in the middle we discussed, they might have $50 a day, $500 a week, something along those lines. Um, but maybe we're going to kind of drill down a little bit more. Maybe we're going to put in a transaction limit. Maybe we're going to put in a date restriction. Maybe we're going to add some merchant restrictions. So we're trusting them. We're empowering them with finance um, and with this card. But we're also making sure on the back end um, that that's the right decision um, and that our trust is actually warranted. But to go back to your original point about, you know, kind of empowering people, I think employees really like it, right? I think in the past with a lot of, of financial programs, whether it be corporate card programs, reimbursement programs, things like that, um, people really have this contentious relationship sort of between their corporate spending and maybe with the finance team. Um, and I think people kind of feel micromanaged. I think an interesting thing that we've discovered over the past few weeks, um, having sort of gone to work from home really quickly, um, is the fact that remote work is really about being free from micromanagement. Um, I'm really fortunate to not have a boss who micromanages me, but I know from a lot of my conversations with uh, friends, colleagues, things like that, other people do, right? They have a boss who's constantly looking over their shoulder saying, oh, what are you doing? Are you on email? Are you on Reddit? Like, are you wasting time? You know, I want to status report every single minute of every single day. Um, but I think the cool part about working remotely is that you don't necessarily have that, right? Not only are you free to work um, in a geographically separate location, you're also very free to sort of define your own schedule, uh, define what sort of projects you want to work on on a day-to-day -day basis, define the kind of company you want to work for, the kind of people you want to work with. And so I think having a solution like this is sort of an extension of that freedom. Because even though we are putting some restrictions on the cards, we're also making it a lot easier for people to get those funds, in turn, making it easier for them to do their job without constantly having to, to check in about money and be conscious about money. I think the other really big thing that these cards and a program like this can help with is taking a lot of worry off the back of employees. I know for myself, you know, when I was using corporate cards in, in other environments, you know, there's always kind of that thought in the back of your mind, like, is this an appropriate purchase? Like, ooh, is this flight too expensive? You know, is this going to, am I going to get dinged for this? Is someone going to say something? Um, for a lot of employees who are maybe uh, doing their personal cards and using personal cards and then getting reimbursed, there's, ooh, you know, is this within policy? Am I actually going to get paid back for this purchase? And that can be, that can be kind of soul-sucking to people. I think a lot of people can be very worried about that. Um, it causes a lot of stress and can really make people not that effective at their jobs. But if we're in a situation where employees are getting pre-approved funds, uh, where employees have controls on the cards that are guiding them towards the right financial decision, um, a lot of that pressure is taken off and they can really just focus on doing the work they need to be doing and not on kind of micromanaging finances and making sure that they're, they're so within policy and so with, you know, not worried about getting uh, dinged or not reimbursed. Absolutely, Jay. I agree with you 100% on that because, you know, even for us, remote work essentially is uh, nothing but the flexibility and freedom to do the best work that we can. And it's supposed to be like that for each and every one of us, right? So, and, and especially in these times when work from home as a concept is gaining a lot more popularity, remote work will gain 
uh, a lot more traction as well. Whether it's fully remote organizations, whether it's startups that are built in a remote first fashion, a lot more enterprises which are now incorporating remote teams as part of their culture. Uh, this is definitely a trend that's going to grow uh, further as we go along, right? So, uh, so you know, for, for any team, for any team out there, for any organization that's probably uh, watching this interview right now, what are the best steps or what are the next steps for them to transform their uh, financial uh, policies into a, a virtual expense management solution like yours? What are the next steps for them to uh, jump onto this bandwagon and you know, adopt the best uh, practices? Absolutely. So what we always tell people is, is really just start small. Um, I think when a lot of people hear corporate finance, it's this very large, very monolithic, very scary term. You know, you have things like corporate cards, you have all these corporate reimbursement platforms, all these management platforms. And especially in a time like now, when resources are spread very thin, um, where people don't necessarily want to be paying a lot of money for these systems, um, and where organizations want to ensure that there is as little waste as possible, it can be really daunting. You know, for companies that have 50 Amex cards, that have 100 people maybe doing reimbursements, and then a bunch of other departmental cards, the thought of turning on a dime when everyone is not working in the office and redoing that entire system is absolutely insane. So with us, our philosophy is just start small. You don't have to overhaul your entire system in one night. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So we tell people, maybe give a card to just one employee or maybe give a card to one department. You can even start as small as putting just one subscription on one of these virtual cards, right? So have someone go in, make a virtual card for the cost of your Salesforce every single month and just let that pay Salesforce. Uh, a lot of our clients actually end up using us alongside traditional corporate card providers. So a lot of people have Amex, they have Chase, uh, maybe they're using one of the other card startups out there and they sort of just put our cards in. And so we kind of get into a small use case and eventually as people get more comfortable with the platform, you can start to add more things onto there. So maybe as new employees are joining the company, you can start to issue them cards. Maybe as you're bringing in people to interview, you can issue them a virtual card instead of having them pay for their flight, hotel, transportation out of pocket. And then from there, as more people start to use the platform and get really comfortable with it, you're going to get a lot more buy-in and people are really going to see the value of it. And then the operational efficiency is going to increase um, in a major way. I think the other thing that we tell people is don't limit yourself to just finance spending. Um, you know, I think again, finance, finance is one of those terms that has a lot of connotations. Um, and one of those connotations is not fun. Like people don't look at Amex or like their expense reports and go, oh, this is awesome. I love this. I really love being a part of this organization and doing this all day. Um, but I think with a platform like this, where you can have really granular control, that control also allows you to do things that you wouldn't be able to do with a lot of other card providers, um, in particular, offering like cool things to employees. You know, even before the, the COVID pandemic um, and before they kind of shift to, to work from home, a lot of our clients were doing meal cards. So they would give their employees a card with maybe $15 a day that could only be usable for food and drinks. And their employees would then use those cards to like go to local restaurants. I think now with a lot of restaurants operating, you know, far below capacity, it's a great time to do that. So if you have an in-house lunch program, an in-house like coffee program, snack program, you know, get, get a card, give cards out to employees. So let them not only have that perk back, get a small sense of normalcy in their lives, you're also going to be supporting small local businesses because employees are going to be spending money there. They're going to be going there, hopefully just to pick up um, and getting those lunches. And so you're going to be supporting everyone in the community, not just your team. 
Um, wellness perks, you know, if you're one of those companies who is fortunate enough to have like an in-house gym or in-house yoga teachers, in that case, I'm very jealous. Uh, we're not quite there yet. But, you know, why not give employees a little bit of money every month to, to take a class, to do a yoga class, Peloton class, something like that, um, and sort of give them back a little bit. Because once you give employees cards to do things that are more fun and then aren't at all related to finance, you're going to get a lot of buy-in. There's going to be less friction when it comes time to actually move spend to things that really directly impact the business. And because they're already familiar and already bought in, it's going to be a really seamless transition. That's, that's actually very nice and very valuable. At the same time, very practical advice, EJ. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I, I hope more and more companies listen to what you're saying right now. And I hope all the HR managers, all the entrepreneurs and the founders and the CEOs who are watching this interview, they definitely take your advice and implement on that. Thank you so much for that. This was great, EJ. Uh, I, I personally learned a lot from you and I think this was really insightful. If you don't mind, I'll, I'll just ask you a couple of uh, rapid fire personal questions and then we'll just wrap it up from there. Sure. It's like I'm on a game show. I'm excited. Great. Uh, is there a favorite book that you have? Anything that you can recommend to us? Meditations, Marcus Aurelius. Interesting. I'm going to check that out. All right. Uh, is there a role model that you can suggest for us to follow? Yeah, I would say my parents. You know, they're both physicians right now. So obviously dealing with the COVID pandemic, uh, I really want to emulate their model of being selfless, serving the community, standing out in calls. That, that's really amazing, EJ. And I, I really value their service. Thank you so much. I mean, thanks to them. Great. Um, is, is there a routine that you follow on a daily basis, especially in these days when you're working from home? Uh, is there a routine that you use? Uh, is there a schedule? How do you start your day? How do you end your day? Just because you're working from home these days? Sure. I think what I realized is planning is, is key, right? So at the beginning of every day, I try to take five minutes and just carve out three priorities for the day, let that guide my entire day. And then at the end, check in, you know, just because you don't have the normal routine of going to the office, sitting down, having your coffee, so on and so forth. It's really important to add some structure to your day. Interesting. And uh, there are a lot of organizations here that are almost fully remote uh, in, in a different sense right now. Is there any tip or any uh, piece of advice you can offer to them? One, one nugget that they can probably take, that, uh, take back for themselves. Any piece of advice for any remote organizations who are watching this right now? Sure. I would say make sure to have very frequent check-ins, but at a non-business level. You know, make sure you're not just asking, how's that project going? But make sure you're asking, hey, how are you holding it personally? How's your family? Have you been affected? And then being very understanding and empathetic of what people are going through right now. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say that's very, very important because uh, not a lot of managers and especially not a lot of leaders pay attention to that part of the equation. And they always think like, if I'm checking in, it has to be about the work, right? So uh, connect with your team, connect with your people on a personal note, take out some time for one-on-ones, take out some time for group meetings and town halls, which are just about uh, you know getting to know each other. So that's definitely important, especially in these times. Great. Thank you so much, Ijit. This was really, really interesting and I loved having you on the summit. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Just one last note. So, you know, I know these are really difficult times for everyone. You know, obviously we've had troubles financially. Um, you know, we're very fortunate to still have a job, um, to still be employed and to work for a great company. I just want to say that this is being offered for totally for free to everyone who wants it. Um, you know, we understand the difficult economic conditions and want to be as helpful as possible. Um, so if we can be helpful, feel free to reach out to us, reach out to me personally. We'd love to chat about some more best practices and help your organization streamline the process. That, that's a great initiative, EJ. And I'll make sure that we add a link uh, down below towards your interview. And uh, we'll also push it out to everyone who's watching this interview right now. That's really helpful. Thank you so much.